Hey there, who wants to be more blessed? I do. This is the Something to Bless podcast. And on this show, we are going to talk all things faith, mindset, and behaviors. If I'm speaking your language, stick around. If we want to be more blessed, we got to give God something to work with. And I'm going to help you to do just that. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody, it's Barbara Gian at barbaragian.com. How you doing? I'm doing great. So I hope you are as well. We're going to talk about something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while, but it took some real thinking and processing out. So I wasn't prepared until now. And so that is going to be the responsibility of being a Christian. So we're going to get into that before we do. Let's say thank you to our sponsor. This show is brought to you by the Today I Am Grateful Gratitude Journal. This is a 90-day journal with space for you to write in your gratitude for present things, things to come, affirmations, journal prompts, quotes throughout. You're going to love it. You can find the link in the show notes. And this is just in a really good way to practice your gratitude muscle in less than five minutes every day. It makes a great gift. So grab one for yourself, for somebody that you know. If you have a team or a group that you lead, it makes a really great gift. All right. Again, a link is in the show notes. You can find it on Amazon. Grab yours today. All right. The responsibility of being a Christian. So what does it mean to be a Christian? What does it look like? What separates Christians from non-Christians? There's a lot of things that should be obvious. And how do we exist in a largely unchristian world? A ratchet world. So we're going to hopefully answer all of those and uh, get into it. So there is a big difference in saying that you're a Christian and actually living like a Christian. To me, I think of a Christian as somebody who is love, salt, and light, who makes a conscious effort to know God through his word, who surrenders every day to God's will above their own, and who does their best to honor God through their words, thoughts, attitude, actions, all of it, every single day. And somebody who doesn't waver in their belief or commitment and who glorifies him and gives him all the glory. That's a lot of goodness in one breath, I know. Well, it wasn't really one one breath, but that's a lot of good, right? But we are human and we are all sinners. So I, I understand that too. But it is a huge responsibility to have that label of a Christian. And for me, it's something that I wear proudly and it's one that I take very seriously and again, I know, like everybody in this world, I'm a sinner, but I also know that I am expected to live at a higher standard than non-Christians, and I'm here to be a reflection of God because I'm made in His image. We all are. And it's the same with our kids, right? I see a lot of my traits in my kids. They are a direct reflection of me, and they represent me and my values. They've been raised in my home with me as as an example to so many things. And so as a mom, I'm so proud and filled with joy when my kids make good and wise decisions. And when I see that they are showing traits that I deeply value and know are pleasing to God, like 
just showing up in love and being selfless and kind and respectful and all those good things. Of course, those things just fill me up, right? I'm proud. And when they mess up or stray from what's good or right or opposite of what I have tried to teach them, naturally, of course, I get upset or disappointed or whatever, but I still love them and I trust that they will self-correct because they know better. They know different. And this is how it is with God and his children, with me and with you. So I believe as a Christian, we, we have the responsibility to live the life that God has called us to live. And for me, the only way that I can do that is to know him. And the only way to know him, to really know him, is to know his word. And so I think it was, I can't remember if it's exactly three or four, but anyway, a few years ago is the first time I read the Bible start to finish. And it was something that I never, ever imagined I could do or would do. But my church was doing it as a church. And so uh, my husband and I followed along, read the Bible every single day in one year, got through it. And it's one of the biggest accomplishments of my life because it's intimidating. It's so big and complicated. There's a lot of complexity in the Bible. So it can be intimidating. But we did it. And I remember thinking after I finished it that I would never go a day again in my life without reading the Bible. And I haven't. I mean, you know, there's been a day here or there. But for the most part, I've read the Bible every single day since first reading it. I spend my mornings, I I get through probably just a chapter a day. I don't overwhelm myself. I try to keep it pretty simple, but I do go through it. And I love, I read this somewhere, I don't know where, but it compared to spending daily time in the word, like God opening his mouth and speaking directly to me. And I love that thought because his word is alive and active and it is from his mouth to my ears. And so because I've come to know so much of what God says, I have naturally grown wiser and more convicted in a lot of things. And I am hyper aware of things that go against his ways. And I just do my best to respond how I, how I think he wants me to. So being on social media, like so many of you, I see a lot of people who call themselves Christian but they are using their platforms to sometimes make fun of others or curse people, judge people, villainize each other. And that always turns me off because those kind of behaviors are not reflective of a Christian. And again, I'm going to probably keep going back to the fact that we're, I get it. We're all human. We're all sinners. But to me, just having that label of being a Christian, there's some weight to that. There's some responsibility to think twice before you say or do certain things. And I always think to myself, I just, if I really want to be a reflection of God, I only have to ask a couple of questions. One of them is, would God be proud of this? And the other is, Does this thing that I'm saying or doing honor God? And 
I get my answer pretty quickly and easily. One thing that's always bothered me is when I see music artists and they're getting an award or they're on social media or wherever they show up and they're praising God, they're thanking God for this gift or for this whatever. And I'm just like, I can't help but think to myself, I don't believe that God gave you that gift of singing or whatever your talent is to blatantly talk about things that go against him and who he is and what he says in the Bible. So it's very contradicting, a lot of contradiction out there. I notice it, I see it. And there is a lot in the Bible that talks about certain behaviors, certain things that I don't want any part of. And I am, I have grown more sensitive to a lot of things. Um, bad language. I don't like it. I don't use it myself. I mean, occasionally, of course, you know, but Ephesians 5, 4 says, let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place. Matthew 5.11 says, It's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth. This defiles a person. So there are a lot of things on TV, movies, uh, just anywhere that I just will not watch because I know that they are f like flat out against the ways of God. And it's tough living in this world because I feel surrounded by those types of things. And it's not like God has all these rules that he wants us to follow and that's it. We're not here to check things off a list. That's not what it's about at all. It is about knowing him and having a truly deep and personal relationship with him and living the life that he created us for. And again, I just try to do my best every single day with that. What I've come to understand is that he definitely expects more from those who do know him and he sets us apart for sure. No question about that. And I cannot be concerned at all with what the world thinks or anybody else, no matter who it is, because the only one that I'm truly concerned with pleasing and honoring is God. I'm not here trying to fit in or keep up with anybody else. There have been times, many times, where influences or pressure has caused me to somewhat um, compromise my, my values, I guess. Nothing major that I can think of, but I'm sure there have been times. I remember one time, uh, a friend at work, a guy who was upset that his church asked him to step down from a leadership position that he had because he was living with his girlfriend, made him really upset. And so he started venting to me and just sharing with me what happened and I was thinking in my head like that makes sense that's the right thing to do because when a church starts to ignore things that go against the word of God that's when they become hypocrites and so I just heard him out and after he was done I let him know what my thoughts were that I agreed that that was something that I could understand and, and see from the church's point of view, there was no judgment. There was no exclusion by the church, just something that they didn't see as appropriate for somebody in a leadership uh, position representing the church. And so I thought there was nothing wrong with them asking him to step down from that. Anyway, 
I read a book recently and uh, I think I'll do a show on it because it is all about the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit and it's amazing but there's this part in the book where the author's talking about an experience she had at a seminary where she was speaking and the director shared with her that the biggest problem they had with their students was pornography and she was shocked not because these men lacked purity but because they call themselves Christians and more because they were there studying to become preachers and pastors and leaders in the church. And we are set apart. So I want to read you something from her book. And this just touches on kind of living in the world and how we are supposed to be set apart. So it says, and this is from the book called Jesus in Me by Anne Graham Lotz, which by the way, is Billy Graham's daughter. And I didn't even know he had a daughter. So first time hearing about her and reading something by her and is really, really good book. Okay, it says, so why do believers seem to be growing accustomed to even adopting the immorality that is all around us? We no longer seem to be shocked by what we see portrayed in movies and television, displayed in magazines, described in graphic detail in novels, dangled in front of us as pop-ups on our web pages, and glorified on the red carpet. Scantily clad women used to be in magazines sold only from behind the counter. Now we see the same type of attire on women shopping in the grocery store or traveling in airports. While I hesitate to point a critical finger at the secular world, I can't help but be dismayed by what I see Christians tolerating, ignoring, or even emulating. We seem to have lost our vision of the holiness of God. We seem to be in desperate need of a refresher course on purity. While the standards of holiness and purity in our culture have been rendered so low as to be almost non-existent, God's standards haven't changed, not even a little bit. He is just as holy today as he was on Mount Sinai and as he was in the most holy place of the temple. The Bible makes it clear. He still demands that you and I be holy also. And I think I will stop it there. There's a few more lines, but yeah, I just, I I can't agree more with that. That just speaks so loudly to me. And I just want to continue to grow in my faith and relationship so that I can fully honor and glorify God because that day is coming for all of us. And when it comes for me, I want his praise for the way that I chose to live my one very brief life. And I've tried to show my kids by example what loving and serving God looks like. And of course, I fail sometimes, but I always do my best. And I constantly think to myself, the thoughts that I have and the things that I do, I'm doing to God because he's in me. He's in you. He's in all of us. And when I can live from that perspective, it just becomes a lot easier to live in obedience and honor. And I don't want to ignore like the like that part that I just read to you, ignore or become complacent or desensitized to the things that are so upsetting to God. And so my hope is that I can simply show up and be light, salt, and love to everybody I'm ever around, um, 
people be testing me though. You know, last week I talked about things I don't understand. And the day after that aired, I was at a store in line. I had two items. I was in a hurry. I had to pick Cruz up from school. By the way, I got to talk about that. He's in a hybrid homeschool now. So anyway, I was in a hurry and the line was backing up and it's like, okay, everybody in front of me had their carts full to the brim, no exaggeration. And so a second checker opened up hers and I had somebody in front of me. So of course, gave the courtesy of like letting her go first and cart full, not kidding. I had two items. She looked at me, saw me with two items and went first anyway. And I was so bothered. I mean, it got to the point where I started shaking on the inside because not only was she inconsiderate and totally lacking like self-awareness, but she also was asking the price of every item that the, that the checker scanned. Like she wanted a, a confirmation on every single item. And I had to contain myself so bad. I was very tested about that. So I was like, dang it, I should have included like a lack of self-awareness of things I just don't understand or consideration or whatever. But anyways, I digress. And I probably should have asked if I could go first. That's the first thing my husband asked me was, did you ask if you could go ahead? You, you know, you only have two items and you're in a hurry. And I told him I didn't, that I thought about asking, but I just expected a normal courtesy to be given and it wasn't. And it got me really worked up. Anywho, let's move on. So the responsibilities of being a Christian. Let's wrap this up. I honestly, and there's so many things, especially in our world today, things that have come up recently, big, big, big sensitive topics. I think you might be able to just guess what I'm talking about, where as a Christian, I have to take a, a stance. I have to take a position and I cannot be concerned with offending anybody. Why should I? Why should you? Whatever your stance and your belief is, that's what it is. Nobody should be upset about that, whatever it is. But as a Christian, I know what God has to say on certain things. And that's what I stand on. And that's what I have to stick to and, and just be convicted of no matter what. And still, even more so, show love and grace. Because who am I? I am not the one here to judge. That is God's job. I am here to love and serve and honor God by loving and serving others. And so that's what I hope to reflect as a Christian. And I have a quote by J.I. Packer, and it says, Our high and privileged calling is to do the will of God in the power of God for the glory of God. And part of the reason why I am making such an effort to live my life a certain way is partly, there's so much scripture, of course, it, I, there's no way for me to pull all of the good scripture that I could have used as support or whatever for this episode. But this one uh, stands out to me. Hebrews 4.13 says, nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. I guess I always have it on my mind that I'm going to come face to face with God. And that time could be tomorrow. We just don't know when 
our last day is here on earth. And when we go to sleep here on earth, we wake up looking straight into the face of Jesus as believers. And I, I just want that day to be a day where God is pleased with me and proud of me. And so that drives me. Um, something from my devotional that I want to leave you with that is just encouraging uh, for, for all of us is just turning to the Bible. This, this is the one way. This is the one true, promising, powerful way to know God's word, know what he's expecting of you, asking of you, hoping for you. Uh, the Bible guides us when you feel lost. It's, it's our light in the darkest of times. It's a steady hand when we fall. It offers us faithful promises when we feel forsaken. It can be a pillow to lay our head on when we feel weary and a shield when we face trouble. It is a sword to wield when we feel under attack and it gives us hope when we feel despair. It extends peace in the midst of our anxiety and offers courage in the midst of fear. God's word is his love letter to you and it tells you who God is and it tells you who you are in him. The Christian who gets their life principles from God's word will not crave approving words from the world. You can know the Bible without knowing God, but you cannot know God without knowing the Bible. And so there you have it. Being a Christian carries with it a lot of responsibility. And as a Christian, I think reading the Bible and knowing God's word is where it all begins and where it all starts and grows from. So hopefully that encourages uh, somebody out there. And just remember, being a Christian does not mean being perfect or sinless. That's impossible. But it does mean standing apart. It does mean doing your best every single day. Every single day surrendering to God's will, to God's way, to learning his word by reading his word and spending time in prayer or whatever it looks like for you, but to develop a relationship with him and to stand up for his truth. He doesn't need us. He doesn't need any help from us in, in protecting his word or his truth. He's completely capable of whatever he wants to have happen in this world. It's, it's all in his control. But as his children, just like we look at our own children, it is pleasing to him, it is honoring to him, and the day will come where we will face him and answer to him. And so I think it's so important that we all just stand apart and stand according to his words, no matter what, and not allow ourselves to be conformed uh, to the world, to the ways of the world. We are so completely bombarded with worldly behaviors every day and it's a challenge but it's possible to stand in your truth and and be a light and so uh yeah that is all i have for you today i will see you all again next week until then be a blessing and be blessed